Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Sunday Herbal Speaks. Uh, tonight I am here with a beautiful little gem that um, rarely gets any um, airtime or any play. However, it's known because of its beauty. First of all, I want to say thank you so much if you had the opportunity to listen to my set, my uh, episode on corn silk. Corn silk was amazing. Um, the taste was amazing. Um, it was very interesting. I, I really enjoyed it and. Uh, as a result, I've been drinking corn silk now for the last couple of days because of my um, my my menstrual cycle. So it actually works really well for menstrual cycle and helps with the the blood the flow of the blood, helps with cramps, anything that you may have as far as those type of things is concerned. Corn silk will help. Uh, so if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, go on ahead back and take a few moments to listen to it. If you hear anything that may be interesting to you, I will give my disclaimer at this time. I am not a doctor. I am not giving you any remedies here. I am not having any cures here for you. All I am doing is sharing information. Whatever I learn, you learn because as I am explaining to you the herb that I am speaking on, I'm doing my research right with you. So I got my computer right here right now. I got my pen and my paper and I'm writing down. So then that way, you know, whatever, there's no confusion when it comes to <laughs> what I'm giving you. This is thing. And I'm also referencing the websites that I'm um, pulling this information from because obviously there's a website that I've gotten it from. And so that way you can go back if I missed anything, because I kind of just skim and scam through the websites. I don't really give all the information just whatever kind of pops out at me. So this particular website that I am actually on right now is called Carmelia's Tea House. And so I'm going to reference Carmelia Tea House. Let me write that down right now. So then that way I can make sure I put it into the content when I am done. Uh, I always say I'm going to do it. And then somehow I get to the point where S-T-E-A-H-O-U-S-E. I get to the point where I forget, but tonight I'm not going to forget. All right. So here we go. I am working tonight with marigold. Yes. Marigold, uh, calendula. It's one of those flowers that I, like I say, you have seen it. It's very beautiful. Um, looks almost like a little sunflower. Um, you've probably heard of it. You probably even have drank it before. However, for me, I have never done neither. I have never drank it. I've never used it. I've never worked with it. None of that. I think I might've had a, a blend and I threw some in there, but it's nothing like learning the herbs one by one all by themselves individually. And so that's what I'm doing tonight. I got me a nice cup of it brewing right now. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. So some of the things that I found out as I was doing my research was that Marigold, um, Marigold is one name and um, Calendula is another name. So if you ever hear Marigold or you hear Calendula, know that the two are the same. Okay. And so it's good for upset stomachs. So if you're having some troubles with your stomachs, it's good for that. It's good for ulcers. If you feel like you're having any burning in your stomach, or if you have any ulcers, you could drink that to soothe it. Um, menstrual cramps. If you're having any menstrual cramps or heavy bleeding or heavy blood flow, Marigold is good for calming and relaxing those type of muscles in your stomach that's causing you to have those type of uh, problems. 
um, eye infections. If you're having any eye infections, you can actually use it as an eye wash. Inflammation. Inflammation is very, very interesting to me because lately I've been having swollen ankles and um, that has a lot to do with just inflammation in the muscles, you know, like a lot of walking, a lot of standing on your feet. Um, if you're having any back problems or any back pains or back soreness or whatever, that's all inflammation. And Marigold is really, really good for that. So it's good for soaking in the tub with it. If you're one of those people who could do that, unfortunately, I'm not, I can't do any soaking in the tub with anything other than water. Um, probably some Epsom salt. I haven't really decided, uh, discovered if I could or couldn't with Epsom salt. All I know is I'm very sensitive down below. And so I have to be very, very careful with what I put in my bath water. But if you're one of those people that can do that, hey, get you some calendula and soak in that stuff, man. Soak in it. <laughs> I would, I'm telling you. So um, it helps with healing of wounds. So like if you have any bee stings or if you have any cuts or bruises or whatever, the calendula actually helps with that, the healing process of it. Um, some people put it into salves and put it on their face and um, it helps with wrinkling and with the... Um, um, to eradicate the skin, to keep the skin nice and tight. It's good for pimples. If you have any breakouts, um, soak the flowers for 10 minutes and then put the wash onto your face and then rinse your face. Um, it's good as a natural skin toner. Um, people even use it in their hair. You know, if you have really dry or flaky, itchy scalp, Marigold is good for that as well. So um, those are some of the things that I researched as far as the medicinal components of it. Let's get into seeing what this website actually has to say. So it pretty much, from what I'm looking at, it pretty much says some of the exact same things that I just read. Um, supports skin healing, contains natural antiseptic, anti-inflammatory properties, um, reduces eye infections and protects from UV, uh, helps to soothe the muscle, the mucous membranes on the throat. I didn't hear, I didn't write that. So let's write that down. So it helps with, uh, the mucous membranes on the throat. So if you're having some sore throat or anything like that, it helps with that. Um, let's read a little bit. So marigold has long been recognized as a, a medicinal flower to address cuts, sores, and general skin care because it contains essential oils and a high concentration of flavonoids, secondary plant substance, such as carotene. They act as an anti-inflammatory to provide topical healing and soothe irritating skin. Topical treatments with a diluted marigold solution or tincture, um, accelerates healing of wounds and rashes. Uh, research have found that calendula, calendula, uh, calendula, I've been calling it calendula for so long. Calendula abstract is affected in the treatment of conjunctivitis and other oscular inflammatory, inflammatory conditions. The abstract demonstrates antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal, and immunostimulating properties that were shown to reduce eye infections. Okay. All right. So it's good for eye infections. Uh, what else does it say? All right. That says, that's a, that says that for that website. <laughs> um, this is a www.indigoherbs.co.uk. 
so the ancient Greeks used the petals for decorations. Okay, that sounds nice. We know that. We want to know what it does for. And uh, calendula oil is an excellent antioxidant source. This is a beautiful orange and yellow oil and rich in carotene. Uh, the compound responsible for the plant's radiation, radiant color. Uh, okay, due to anti-inflammatory. We talked about the throat problems. We talked about that. How about we just put it in like this? All right. Oh, okay. So one of the things that I'm just reading right now is it says that if you make yourself an oil and you rub it onto your belly, the the, the calendula oil will help reduce cramps. Okay. For up to 81% of women in 20 minutes. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Because that's all what I'd be trying to figure out. Support studies, uh, sore nipples during during nursing. So if you know anyone who's had just had a baby or nursing, um, if you make it into an oil, it help, actually helps with the nipples, the, help them from being sore. Oh, that's a good a good one to know. That's really good to know. So, like I said, it helps with the the skin. So wrinkling, pimples, um. It helps for the hair, the dry, the dry hair. Like I was saying, if you have dry scalp or whatever, um, one of the best common nutrient remedies for anxiety and stress relief might be the common marigold. So marigold is good for stress and anxiety. Something I did not know about. I'm gonna write that down. Stress and anxiety. All right. Uh, let's see what else. All right, so that's pretty much what I've come up with because I've found, I see myself going in circles with it and I don't want to start going in circles with it. Um, that's a lot of information to know, you know, just being able to make yourself a salve, um, with the marigold is, is an amazing thing because the fact that it's saying that you can put it onto your muscles, you can put it onto your stomach, all of that type of stuff to help with cramps, muscles to help with aches, um, ingesting it helps with, uh, stomach problems and, and, and even, um, stomach problems and even helping with um with uh bringing antioxidants into the body um curing inflammation uh i'm reading here that it helps with um it helps the pancreas and colon cancers uh those type of things so again, it's one of those things that you just gotta gotta do a, a ton of shitload of research on to to get a better understanding for yourself on what it is that you would be using it for. So the fact of um, of menstrual cramps is for me. If you have some problems with your upset stomach, if you have an ulcer, any inflammation in the body, these are the things that I just spoke about that it's actually really really good for. Um, let's see what we can find on the spiritual aspects of it. Marigold.
I'm going to give it a shot to see what it tastes like. I didn't put any type of honey in it at all. I'm pretty excited to see what it tastes like. It probably just tastes like flowers. Huh. We do not want to go to Pinterest because Pinterest don't tell us anything. <laughs> www.thesacredwillow.com So it's a masculine herb. Hmm, that's funny. As beautiful as it is, it's a masculine herb. Um, it's ruled by the planet Sun. Um, and the elements are fire. Okay. So it's a hot herb. All right. So it's going to make me warm tonight when I get through drinking it. Um, so all of the plant is usable from the petals to the leaves, to the stems, to the root. All right. On here it says, traditionally, calendula has been used as a culinary and medicinal herb. In ancient time, the Romans and Greeks used calendula in rituals and ceremonies and commonly used the gold variety of flowers to wear as crowns and garlands. Calendula's calendula. You know what? I'm sorry, you guys. I keep saying calendula because it is what I have known it for as calendula. But I'm, you know what? I'm just going to keep it as calendula. You guys know it's marigold. Um, it's commonly called marigold, and this steam stems from its use in early Catholic events. Calendula is also sacred flower in India and have been used to decorate statues of the deities since ancient times. Mm, nice. The oil of C. Ophelicius flowers is known for its medicinal properties and is still used medicinally to this day. The oil is most commonly used as an anti-inflammatory, anti-tumor agent, healing wounds, and to stop bleeding. During the American Civil War, the flowers were used to treat and dress open wounds on the battlefield for its anti-hemorrhage and antiseptic abilities. Okay, this is giving me some information. I was it was known to stop bleeding, prevent infections, and speed healing when the flowers were applied to the wounds. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, calendula is the traditional, he loves me, he loves me not flower, making it useful for love potions and symbolizing love and consistency in relationships. It is said to strengthen and comfort the heart when picked at noon. It is said once you collect the soil from where a prospective lover has stepped and placed its it into the pot of the calendula flower, the health of the plant will indicate the health of the relationship. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, so it's basically saying that if if your lover has stepped on this this section of dirt, you want to take that section of dirt and put it into your plant. And however your plant grows is how healthy the relationship is. <laughs> Hanging marigold slash calendula over your door to keep negativity and evil from entering. When the petals are scattered under the bed or placed inside a pillow, they encourage property, uh, pro, they encourage prolific dreams and offer protection while sleeping. It is said marigold will grant a vision of anyone who has stolen something from the bearer and carry to bring favor to matters of court or legal proceedings. Okay, so it's probably would be good in a court case candle or um, in a, a satchel if you're going to court to carry with you, you know, 
uh, in your purse or something like that. Um, marigold may cause allergic reactions to some people. Pregnant and lactating women should avoid taking uh, calendula. Uh, calendula may also cause drowsiness when combined with other medications. Okay. All right. So that was kind of interesting. That was some good, good little, uh, conversation with that one. So I'm going to write that one down. Cause that has other, other herbs. If anyone's interested in going to it. And that is the sacred willow.com willow.net. Sorry. Uh, I want to know something else. I want to know, does it cause drowsiness? Hmm. Calendula might cause sleepiness and drowsiness. Uh, medications that cause sleepiness are called sedatives. Taking calendula along with sedative medications may cause too much sleepiness. Some sedative medications, oh, they're just going to go into some side of uh, yeah. Okay. Well, shit. That's about it. Excuse my language. That's about it on the cal on the the calendula slash calendula slash marigold. So now I'm gonna go ahead and give it a shot. Let's see what it tastes like. What do you taste like, girly? What do you? Well, young man, since you are a masculine herb, let's see what you taste like. That's what it's all about. What do you taste like? All right, let's check this out. Mm, smell like a typical herb. Um, I can taste an under uh, undertone of a flower. I can't really say what flower. Like, there's no fragrancy taste to it. Almost like a nutty taste, truth be told. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, almost kind of a nutty taste. It's kind of interesting. But either way, you know, it tastes, tastes good. doesn't taste like dirt, like sunflowers and herbs and, and stuff taste like. And I'm sure I'll get into those. Very greeny and dirty. You could taste the dirt, which is kind of good sometimes depending on, you know, how... Uh, what your tolerance is for that actual taste. Um, but those type of herbs are the herbs that you use to, um, those type of herbs are, are the herbs that you use sweeteners because they're, they're kind of not good to taste. You know, um, I bought a plant, uh, this uh, weekend, I went to an herb garden and I bought a plant that has a very wonderful, sweet taste. That's, uh, often used. I don't know the name of it. I forgot it already, but it's often used. It'll be something that I review on here for sure, but it's often used to sweeten up your tea. Um, like stevia. I haven't tried stevia, but I do have a girlfriend who has told me that stevia is a sweet plant that people use to sweeten up their herbs. I mean, sweeten up their teas or whatever, but um, I'm one of those type of people that don't mind, you know, I don't mind the, the taste because I want to know what it tastes like. I want to know what the herb tastes like without any honey or, or anything like that. Now, the next time that I drink, um, uh, 
marigold, calendula, calendula. I may put some honey in it because I know exactly what it tastes like at this point. So anyway, without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and end this. And I'm going to say thank you so much for listening to me, for being um, here and enjoying this uh, episode with me. And I hope you guys got something from this. I really, really do, because that's what it's all about. You know, it's just making sure that we all learn from one another. I'm going to put those websites into the content and you can go and take a look at those websites for yourself and see if there's anything else on there that you may be interested in. And uh, yeah, yeah, go on ahead and, and consult with your doctor or do your own research and grab yourself some of that if you need be. All right. Peace and blessings to you. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.